well, 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 if it isn't you again, Eric. Mamma mia. We got to do a thing where we cut up the beginning of all of these episodes and do a compilation of the way you greet me on the phone. Mm-hmm. There's always a rip there. <laughs> <laughs> Saying something first on the call is always nerve wracking, Ty, but you always seem to do a really good job of introducing the breadheads to this 24 inches of fuckery that they're about to hear. Yeah, I think it's important to address the elephant or the meatball in the room, which is that uh, this is a podcast about Subway, first and foremost. And I'm just setting that expectation up right away is, I think, important <laughs> to all the, the new listeners that have been flooding our feeds. Mm-hmm. The new loafies that have mm-hmm. joined the call. Um, welcome. Uh, yep. But just so you know that we do go beyond meatball on this podcast and we do, in fact, go 12 inches deeper than you would expect because mm-hmm. we do, in fact, triple toast our subs on this motherfucking show. He's, he, Eric is just <laughs> dropping fact after fact right here. Yep. Um, here this is know. a mouthful, this 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 entire podcast. It's um the perfect blend of like both signature <laughs> and value picks. Uh, mm-hmm. Thinking. <laughs> yeah. Thinking and food. <laughs> yeah, you get both. You really do get both perspectives. Uh, I am the signature menu item here. Ty is the veg delight. Uh, both good. You know, don't get me wrong, but one you're going to have at 3 a.m., one you're going to have for lunch. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so what's what's new with Subway, Eric? What's good? Oh, have, Subway... you any, have you any, had any of those, like, saucy Subway dreams recently? Um, wow, I've been having a lot of dreams, none about Subway. Um, but, wow, I do crave a nice Italian uh, gabagool sandwich almost mm. every day so um but today is not one of those days where i'm gonna do that ty because i'm feeling a little lethargic but um if i were to go to subway right now i would definitely get something uh real comforting real saucy and real salty um mm. what about you ty have you been thinking deeply about what subs you love and what you're gonna do to one when you see it <laughs> Yeah, my, like, every day for me is, like, a deep cold cut, you know, the deep cuts. Mm -hmm. I, I don't really crave sandwiches. It's not something that, like, (laughs) just gets me going, you know, but. Oh, really? I don't know. Maybe there's certain sandwiches, like, a a nice gooey grilled cheese is something that, if I'm having a bad day, might just get me Mm. through. Mm. When the LP comes through and it's like, Ty, you look, like, your shoulders are tight. You know, mm-hmm. your traps are busting respectfully, but they are looking like they could use a little massage. Mm-hmm. Comes over, massages your neck, uh, mm-hmm. and then says, are you hungry? Are you hungry, daddy? Mm-hmm. Like, would you like some uh, grilled <laughs> cheese? And you say, mm-hmm. yes, mom. And then she goes ahead and um, cooks you up a nice little spinach and feta grilled cheese mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you're just like, it's like you're playing back my life. But that's the thing. <laughs> like, Papa has a hard day. And... Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just need a little bit of like melted Havarti to set things right. Yeah. Sometimes I would say 90% of the time. That, 90%. That yeah. Um, so, but I do crave, I do crave like fresh tomato on toast a lot. Like a wow. nice like heirloom with some like thick cut malted salts. You know the deal because this is your diet every this day. Is literally my diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of oleo on there. Like there's something about that like. The, the the texture and the just like the freshness i love eating fresh as you know <laughs> don't no we all how hard oh yeah buddy and no matter how hard you toast that 
toasty. Um, the molten salt is unchanged. It just like sits there on top mm-hmm. and it doesn't burn. It doesn't melt into the, into the tomato. It just sits there like a rock. And it is an anomaly. And you, yeah. you can't toast it too much. Like I, I would, like, I would soon chip a tooth on my toasted tomato bread then mm. have some sort of like soggy white wonder loaf mm-hmm. i've been personally trying to figure out the right balance with that recipe to have like a nice crunchy bread without overdoing it um but also being able to toast the tomato down so it's like like a like a soppy wet mess on top of my sandwich like that's mm-hmm. what i want but oftentimes when i toast it real hard at the end the bread becomes real dark and like crunchy which is not right. great I guess there is a um yeah a a threshold there that you don't want to cross, but you're really looking for that perfect com like perfect contradictory texture, right? The mush mm-hmm. of the tomato, and mm-hmm. the crispiness of the loaf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did manage to finish my Kensington's chipotle mayo. I know you you roasted me last time for buying a such a novelty condiment single-use comet condiment <laughs> um <laughs> but i did manage to finish it and i didn't dip a single fry in there Can you believe wow that? i'm not really a fry and mayo guy unless like there's some like truffle oil in that mayo I, I, it needs to be infused with something bro mayo slaps bro what are you talking about like like a little steak frites with some mayo i guess you don't mm. eat half of what's on that plate but yeah i'll, t- I'll have me but some in theory <laughs> in theory you can imagine how well that might go together mm-hmm. eric the frit <laughs> um, yeah i get that i get that i feel like mayo is just mayo, okay mayo <laughs> is wonderful i get that and but like i don't i don't really i kind of condemn the purchasing of bottles of condiments that are built on a mayo base because you could probably build those yourself if you have a mayo base at home right like you go go buy some chipotle mayo at whole foods or you could just add some chipotle to your mayo at home Mm. and it's just like it's about creating um like adaptability about fluidity right you want to be able to be versatile with the ingredients in your kitchen to account for any any food but if you got like all of these like three-quarter finished bottles of novelty sauces <laughs> that's not very inspiring to me you're totally right and this is why i um like to pursue italian cooking or like mm-hmm. european cooking because of how simple it is like the mm-hmm. ingredient count is like really low like i haven't ventured into like asian dishes because like i don't want to have like seven different vinegars and like three soy sauces in my cabinet you know yeah, I get that. I get that. It's a whole new like collection of food to store. Like you need sesame seeds. You need yeah, all, all this like. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it right, then you got to get the novelty like dried pork to sprinkle mm-hmm. on top of your like French toast. You yeah, that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. But it's that amazing. sounds like a while. Like it's yeah, it's kind of like a chicken and waffles, <laughs> but like an East Asian version. Absolutely. Um, but Ty, but just to bring this back to sandwiches, I literally every day I crave a sandwich. Um, I think sandwiches are the, be- the best food. They are like the most portable food. It's exactly what you would bring on a long like drive. Um, like back in the day when you used to bring food, on, you, you used to be able to bring food on a plane. You could bring a sandwich on a plane. That would be perfect. Mm. Um, you know, it's what you make your kids for lunch. It's... Um, 
you know, the fastest thing to whip up in the kitchen when you have back-to-back meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the goaded food and you can make it so many ways, as you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I mean, like, that's why Subway is so successful is because they, they tapped into this, like, enigma that is the sandwich and they realized the versatility of it. And that's why you got your Subway's at the airport that's why you got your subways at the corner of every condo mm-hmm. people subway. people people love <laughs> love the sandwich subway should be banned from being at the airport though this is like the one distinction from sandwiches that we need to make because i don't know if subway is like the right sandwich to be eaten at an airport or in public ever because <laughs> totally not <laughs> it's if terrible you, if you're stuck on a eight-hour flight with somebody with subway hands that's a bad time, bro. Like, if you're sitting mm-hmm. next to someone in the middle seat and they got sauce dripping all over them and fucking stinky hands, and they're like, excuse me, and they, like, touch your armrest with their hands, <laughs> like, I will, I'm throwing hands. I'm going, like, United Airlines. I'm being dragged off the flight. <laughs> yeah, dude, I need a seat upgrade or something. Like, and that oh, stink yeah. is gonna, it's gonna just linger. Like, that's a, a closed-off cabin, right? So. Oh, yeah. That bread, that fresh bread smell will go staler and staler. And by, like, mm. by the time you land in Hong Kong, it's going to yeah. just be, uh, it's going to be like intertwined with the sweat and the, the carbon dioxide of Absolutely. 300 people. We're bringing the Wuhan wet market to Delta Airlines here. And, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as I see that, I'm flexing my uh, platinum membership and I'm upgrading immediately. Oh, definitely. I think it's we're almost worth it to fly private if you see a subway (laughs) terminal (laughs) wow um the other challenge though with like the subway on a plane is that like you're dealing with 12 inches of sandwich and like uh the average economy class airplane seat is probably like 10 inches wide so that means (laughs) you're you're not going like elbow to elbow with like person next to you you're literally going like elbow to bread tip with somebody's sandwich (laughs) and you so you're getting their fucking sweet onion all over your bow yeah um like the middle seat oftentimes will take over both armrests because mm-hmm. like you're stuck with the middle seat, like, you know, give me a break, at least give me the extra armrest, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. The sandwich is wider than the seat. So the bread is actually sitting on both armrests, like a little bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just like mad disrespectful to have your sandwich peeping into someone else's zone, but yeah. there's no way around it. It's just simply too long. It's too long. It's too long. Um, but imagine this, Ty. Uh, let me run this scenario by you. You hop on and hop off the jet. You know, just like mm-hmm. future say, you're jumping on a jet, and you uh, you hop on your private plane, and the pilot is just wrapping up his sandwich. Like <laughs> he just finished his subway sandwich. He's like, "Oh, hey, Ty. Thanks for you know hopping on." And he's like crumpling up the paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, oregano still on his lips. What are mm. you doing? Are you are you saying, nah, chief, this ain't it for me? A WID <laughs> in that situation. Yeah, well, that's definitely a red flag. I think yeah. you and I both both see that as a, a raging mm-hmm. red flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, captain, my captain. Mm-hmm. What I'm worried about, Eric, is I'm worried about 20 minutes after takeoff when that first big burp comes through that, <laughs> that pilot's mouth. Wow, it's changing the, the air pressure. It's, the, yeah, it's the, changing the air pressure in that cabin, <laughs> and it might... Um, you know, cause damage to the fuselage. Mm-hmm. And like, if he double meated, if he if he went with like a signature chicken bacon or something, like now you got a top heavy airplane. Like your your aircraft <laughs> is. <laughs> you need mm-hmm. to put more luggage in the back. 
yeah, that Boeing 737 MAX uh, is going to experience some real in-flight problems, mm-hmm. just like it did in 2018. Yeah, and we're not even talking about the like the sluggish response time of of anybody post sandwich. Oh yeah, like, it is not like, the food of athletes before a game. No, <laughs> which is like the unspoken truth of Subway. We got all these uh, blue check athletes sponsoring it, but mm-hmm. no one's talking about it as a pregame meal. No, no, no. They're very careful with that language, or else mm-hmm. you know you'll see some declining results on the on the pitch. Um, mm-hmm. But you're right. Afterwards, though, it's a different story. It might just what you need. Just maybe just what you need to knock your ass out. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a better sleeping pill than like coding or something. Totally. Like like I just popped. I just popped six inches. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, Thirteen hours till I land. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow so we really got you out like a light huh out like a light Um, that's amazing uh i do think sandwiches though on a plane proper very proper how come we don't ever like get handsy with airplane food it's always uh fork and knife Mm -hmm. are bowls easier to eat on a plane or is it a handheld uh, affair i would think that the handheld food would thrive on an airplane because the the fork and knife is such a delicate like dance the cutlery is always really flimsy and plastic mm-hmm. and the food is always really difficult to slice you ever notice that you like get like some like triple baked salmon that like crusted <laughs> <laughs> onto its own bone mm, true you would mm-hmm. be the type to order fish on a plane um it's the farthest the fish has ever been from its home it's kind of an incredible thought wow that's true it's like that's luxury to be able to eat fish at thirty thousand feet you took uh, a fish from thirty thousand feet below sea level to Mm thirty thousand feet above sea level and Mm -hmm. you are discarding the scraps as you go to the bathroom that's Mm -hmm. amazing it's a really weird thought like think about the air pressure in that fish's head wow (laughs) implode but But yeah, you're right. If if only we could trust everyone to keep their hands clean um, when eating something handheld on a plane. Um, I think I already mentioned it on this podcast, but I did have the best the best plane food I ever had was on my one hour flight from Hong Kong to Taipei, mm-hmm. and I had a hot dog. It was like the best thing ever. It was so good, bro. It was like a potato bun. It was like unreal. Wow. <laughs> Were you flying Cathay? I was flying. Um, Hmm, what was I flying? I don't think it was Hong Kong Airlines because it was like a really short flight. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe tight some Taiwan small airline. But that I got. I asked for three more. <laughs> this is all you amazing. Yeah, I I kept asking. I was like, this flight's only an hour, but can you bring me like two more of these? That's so, so good. Great. Yeah, free meal. Yeah, I went I from a snack to having free dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just add a few more inches, right? Uh, <laughs> I I found the same thing. Like, uh, cafe has a really great like instant noodle bowl. It's like ramen, oh. like, but like it it's basically like a growler fill of ramen. It's so much fluid. Oh my god! It's really fun. Very risky on a flight. It is risky, yes, but if you're in business class and up you don't need no worry there's no lineup at the bathroom oh that's true um 
Did we talk about my uh, hot ramen challenge that I did? <laughs> no, I'm very <laughs> curious. <laughs> Damn it. I can't believe I didn't mention this before. Um, but LP and I also, you know, did a little hot ramen challenge at home. Um, have you heard of the um, volcano spicy chicken ramen? Is this a uh, like a subway option on the menu? Absolutely not. It is a TNT option. <laughs> mm, um, the elusive TNT grocery. Yeah, you might even be able to eat this yourself because I don't think it's real chicken. It's just chicken flavoring. Um, <laughs> debatable. But um, <laughs> um, but it is a good... It's, it tastes great. It's like this little sauce packet you get with like obviously like instant noodles. And... Uh, it's either like a TikTok or a YouTube trend or something where you just like make this for someone and then you watch them eat it. And then if you can get it, you can actually finish it then like you win the challenge or whatever. Uh, cool. But this thing is insanely spicy. It's it's not as spicy as like the bobby wing from Wings, um, but it is up there in terms of spice. And I thought I, I went into it really cocky, ate about half of it, and then the spice hit me and I Shit. was... About a minute later, I was rinsing that thing in the sink just so I could finish it. <laughs> wow. And you are you are the resident hot sauce daddy of the pod. So I am the hot that, sauce daddy of the pod, yeah. That must have hit you really hard. It was harder than I thought it would be. Um, but also my LP, I realized, snuck in half of her sauce packet into mine. Mm. So, so she, went, she went half and I went like 1.5. Damn. So there was so, some foul play involved here. There was a little bit of foul play. She finished hers really easily, and I was like, "Bro, are you serious right now?" That's wild. You uh, yeah. don't seem seem like the kind of guy that would like chase a TikTok challenge like that. But I understand your um, love of spice might have driven you here. <laughs> My love of spice and simping. Yeah. Where yeah. where's the subway challenge like? That there, there's like a total <laughs> viral opportunity here. We we're seeing like on on the talk. A few people mm-hmm. doing like the toasting challenge where they toast the sandwich until it sets the subway on fire. That's always been novel <laughs> and hilarious. Yeah. The love the everything good... challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Love a good insurance fraud. But you're right. Those are two great ones. Everything challenge. Um, a lot of them involve either fucking with the artist or fucking with your stomach. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, you know how everyone always like orders an ice cream cone and then puts it in their face at the drive-thru oh like their it's own like a, face yeah they grab it, like, by, the, by the ice cream or they grab it by the ice cream i think there's like a moment there that subway could capitalize on if you like took your foot long and just kind of mm. did something with it live mm, i like that like when you finish your sandwich uh and they're about to wrap it you say oh hold on don't wrap it and then you just grab the sandwich with both hands <laughs> that would be pretty funny yeah i just walk out with that thing raw yeah exposed yeah there might be a step there where the wrapping like decreases the value of the sandwich you know like mm. they pre- they they really press that thing down like a little cubano and uh that thing probably loses about half of its shelf life right there yeah probably especially because like i bet the sandwich artist the average sandwich artist has very warm hands so it's 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 not unlike a panini press at that moment <laughs> yeah totally um but if you can just grab the sandwich from the paper, like don't even grab the paper, just like grab the sandwich full on with two hands, split mm-hmm. it apart with each hand and start yeah. eating. 
I love that. I would like to go sans pape at at the way. I think mm-hmm. that would be my preferred method, like my preferred method to receive a sandwich. It would, it just feels so much more like connected with the sandwich. You want to talk mm-hmm. about eat fresh, like don't, don't hide the beauty that is the foot long from, from mm-hmm. me. Totally. Let that thing breathe. Let <laughs> it breathe. <laughs> <laughs> it needs that air. Um, yeah. But yeah, as soon as you wrap that thing, it it's just decreasing its life. Um, if these if these vegetables are as fresh, it. if these vegetables are as fresh as they uh, say they are, they need that that oxygen. They need they need that fresh air to continue to maintain like maintain mm-hmm. their their quality. Absolutely. Um, what are some other TikTok challenges that you can think of that you think you could innovate on and would be viral? Because uh, we know mm-hmm. that you. Out of the two of us, you're the only one who's posted on TikTok. That's a fact. Um, it's important to understand different platforms and like their their ins and outs. <laughs> okay. I did I did hear about in back in January, Subway tried to do an internal challenge with okay. their artists. They asked artists to come up with a Subway dance for TikTok, oh, and no. then submit those dances. Yeah, really I cringy. Do this. Yeah, we didn't report on failed. it at the time, but huge fail. Yeah, what a failed uh, attempt to go viral. Like, what are you going to do as an artist? Like, throw some shredders in the air like confetti? Yeah. I mean, a Subway music video might hit where they make it rain with lettuce. Mm -hmm. Like, you have the um, artist maybe doing a TikTok dance, and then you have their manager throwing lettuce at them. It's yeah. like confetti hey. or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dollar bills. It's like blue Benjamins, but it's blue lettuce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that could be good. But also, we do love a nice little POV, just like our boy on YouTube, uh, who's been making videos still to this day. Um, he's been blowing up, by the way. Malad. Oh, shit. Malad, yeah, yeah. we still... should uh, ring him up and get him on here. Yeah, we've been banging his line uh on instagram to no avail but you know we'll we'll find a way to get him on the pod he he knows we exist that's for sure yeah we run in the same circles oh yeah we bump into him at um parties in the hills um mm. our our vax vaxed parties yeah <laughs> you know i did flex my vaccination status at a browns and uh coquitlam yesterday <laughs> oh wow what I a weird place to drop off. the passport. Yeah. Dude, I, I walked in mask off. Like, I didn't even know what a pandemic was. Wow. And no one said anything. They didn't know I was even vaccinated. But I was like, I'm confident. I'm so confident in the Pfizer that I'm just going to walk right in here, sit down like no one, like it's no one's business. And then I walked out without a mask either. See, this is this is the power of a heritage brand like Pfizer <laughs> to create such confidence and trust in their products. Absolutely. It's the Hermes of uh, shots. Exactly. Like if someone pulls up in the Hermes saddle, like all other Costco saddles are, they don't have, they don't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> no horsing around here. No horsing around. Wow. It's hard to keep up with your mind, Eric. <laughs> Can we black it out here? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So. It, like is subway a heritage brand does subway have the same credibility it's been around since like the 80s it has it has 
heritage, no doubt. That is true. It does. I mean, it is an OG, but so are like so many fast food places. Like there are very few new fast food restaurants. It's true. But so like Subway's like first wave sandwich, right? Subway's first wave, Subway's first, second and third wave sandwich. Yeah, they, no one's riffing on the sandwich. Like, you got all these, like, new age restaurants. You got, like, Sweet Green coming here and, and disrupting salads. You got, like, Shake Shack coming in here and, like, um, just, like, tearing shit up. But no one's, like, you got, like, what? All, all the Subway competitors are either too small to matter or not really riffing on the, on the format. Mm-hmm. Or not, like, culturally engaging enough, like... Like mm-hmm. Subway, everyone I've ever spoken to has had Subway at like a good time of their life and also at a bad time of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone has their order. Everyone has like a so- a story about Subway. It's like um, it's like it's like Fortune. It's like everyone who's been to Fortune has the story there. Um, mm-hmm. Either they threw a drink and got thrown out and had to get the bouncer to grab their coat from coat check guilty um or <laughs> or they like threw up in the alley next door um everyone you know has a story. guilty <laughs> guilty tie here <laughs> uh i feel you i feel uh, you it's like it's kind of like one of those like iconic like things we all experience that like really makes you human you know a visit a subway makes you human it's like it's kind of like how yeah, everybody remembers a bad night at Fortune. Everyone remembers where they were at 9-11, and everyone remembers, like, an iconic moment at Subway. Mm-hmm. The OJ verdict. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wow. So, like, what, Subway, what is that, yeah. like, that experience at Subway, though? Like, everyone has an experience. Is it just, like, the, the smell of the bread, the, the taste of their go-to sandwich? Mm. I mean, yeah, all the above. Like, everyone knows the Subway smell. Like, when you mention that to somebody, they know exactly what you're talking about, even if they've never been inside. Because mm-hmm. chances are they work close to one, and while they were heading to their lunch at, uh, like, West Oak or something, they walked mm-hmm. past the subway in Yaletown and smelled that bread and saw, mm-hmm. like, three front-end developers ordering a sandwich in there. Yeah, dude, that smell finds you. It's, like, it's true outbound marketing. That is truly outbound marketing. It's being <laughs> pumped, pumped out the window. Yeah. That's crazy. The siren smell of of that sweet subway bread. Yeah, it's like a lasso. Like you walk by and it just hooks you in. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, wow. it, but it's it's so it's so strong and so distinct. Like it's like getting, it, it really just like it punches you in the nards, kind of you know, like oh, what a totally. scent. Totally. Um, I mean, once again on this podcast, we found a way to tie this all back to the subway smell. I think there's like some kind of a uh, analysis we could do about how the subway brand is the smell like mm-hmm. like if you cho- chose to um describe subway in a set in one sense it would be smell like the taste mm-hmm. is almost like secondary to how it smells there yeah the taste is like no, honestly non-existent it's really about the, the odor yeah the odor is a good way to put it to um, t- oh go for it no, no, no. I mean, that's just like the essence of the brand. Like, yeah, I'm thinking of a, like a spiral diagram where like in the middle you have the smell and then or it's like a mind map. Like from that, you get everything else. Like, OK, I smell it. And then uh, my eye catches the uh, green and yellow 
mm-hmm. window design. You know, it's like it's like first I smell it and then I see it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way you're close enough to see it without smelling it. That's the way you eat with your nose. Absolutely. From then on, so, it's all downhill. It really is. It's just like then uh, failing to meet the expectations of every other scent. Totally. But we were talking about heritage brands earlier and like is Subway a heritage brand? And when you talk about the scent, I realize that that is Subway's heritage. That smell is was what makes Subway a heritage brand. It is like the it is the Birkin bag of the Subway brand, you know? And Absolutely. I think about like I think about how how does one create a legacy? To have a heritage brand, you need a legacy. And that smell mm-hmm is like both iconic but it's also intertwined with our world like if you think about all of the locations of a subway in an urban center all spewing their odor out onto the street the actual scent of subway bread is probably wafting through every street of every city intertwined with all the other street smells the dog shit the car exhaust (laughs) the the chinese restaurants there's like you have this subway bread is like mingling with those scents and it's creating the urban experience from like an aromatic perspective to remove subway from a city removes that scent, which changes the concoction that you experience on the sidewalk. You're actually Mm -hmm. like changing the city experience without subway. That's the heritage brand. That's the heritage brand. It's invisible. It's it's, Mm -hmm. it's invisible, but omnipresent. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you just stripped subway from the world, like the entire world would smell different. Like with forty four thousand locations, like that's enough bread scent to fill the entire world. It really is. Like it's like a different type of ozone layer. Yeah. It's like how the Amazon is like produces eighty percent of the world's oxygen. It's like Subway produces eighty percent of the world's scent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, just wafting through. So then I think about myself. I'm like in a condo in suburban Vancouver. I'm indoors right now. If you uh pulled every single subway off the earth. How would my experience in this room change? I feel like you would be able to well, breathe. You would just choke out, be like, what's going on? <laughs> suffocating <laughs> us and we don't even know it. Yeah. Wow, Subway is the real virus. No, Subway is the cure. Subway is the thing that's keeping you alive. Like, if you were to take Subway out, you would you would be like, there would be less oxygen in the air almost. Like, you'd be like, mm. whoa, like, all I smell now is fumes from the road outside um true the the dumpster outside it's garbage day so i'm smelling all this like wet grossness um subway is the purifier of air Mm, it's like a a respiratory (laughs) yeah it's dyson subway is dyson that's incredible wow they should work together absolutely if subway collabed on a purifier with dyson that would actually be an amazing collabo Wow. It's really great. It's really cool. Like you're going to just get like respiratory steroids out of that. Like <laughs> it's going to make breathing so fun. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Respiratory steroids. Breathing is fun. Um, it's like when your girl comes over and you want to set the mood, then, you know, you just like turn on the Dyson subway purifier. I love that. Uh, yeah. Throw, make, throw your fucking make the deep, shit deep sound deep. like a, make it smell like a bake bakery up in this bitch. I love that. Like, get throw the diptychs in the bin. Get that. Get those Drake candles out of here. You got your Subway Dyson collab. Mm-hmm. A true Better World sandwich house. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> wow, Ty. Uh, once again, this has been a great episode. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 
the breadheads can't stress how much we love you guys <laughs> yeah thanks for listening again breadheads as you probably know the flavors just don't stop around here absolutely we can go all fucking day um mm-hmm. but you know what stay tuned for some more um hope you enjoy what you're hearing and give us a follow on the social platforms in the description you know what i'm saying yeah remember tell your cool friends no duds yeah no losers <laughs> if you're a part of this then you're cool yeah we'll let um, you in absolutely shout out to breadheads um shout out to ty uh shout out catch to you later my friend you too king have a good day think fresh everybody Peace.